Welcome, episode 68, but I changed it a little bit. No, but it's still awful. I told you, you can't be so... If you do it, you could at least cover it or did something. But I threw in some hi-hat there. I threw that in there. It was still... (laughs) God damn it, that's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Every time I go to edit that, it's going to piss me (laughs) off so much because it's so hard to deal with. I specifically did it to change it, to try to make it a little better so you wouldn't shit all over it. You're not. That's not your thing, man. You're good at some things. I'm not going to shit on you completely. I'm going to say you you have your strengths. But that ain't one beatboxing is like. Not only is it not one of your strengths, but it's way the fuck down there on your not strengths. All right. Well, again, I'll never sit here and claim that I'm a good beatboxer, but I blow you out of the fucking water. So you're asking me politely never to do that again. I, well, I thought I did that last week. I apparently not. So maybe now I don't have to be so polite and just but say, all fucking I, knock it off. Dude. All I did last time was the. Real loud and the thing. I tried yeah. to throw in some hi hat and stuff in that. Tried to improve. <laughs> well, I'm glad, but it still sucked. Your bass just sucks. I mean, that's your biggest problem. Oh, does it? Yeah, your bass is awful. Because all I can do is the. I can't do the. You know, I can't do that number. I can't do that. But you, even your. You can work on it, man. What fucking bass drum sounds like? <laughs> Come on. All right, I won't do it again. I just. I, I thought I. You know, hey. Trying to improve myself. Hey, again, I'm not a I'm not a beatboxer. I, I'm not going to sit here and say. Apparently, I'm not either. No. <laughs> Am I really? Like on a one to ten, I'm more of a beatboxer than you're a beatboxer, <laughs> and I'm not a beatboxer. So. On a one to ten, I'd be like a two. Hey, yeah, maybe a two. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, a two. I mean, because I'm sure there's a bunch of fucking big headed kids that were a lot worse at number one, but. <laughs> You know, all right. I won't only, do it again. That's then. the only one. The only one that you're going to beat is the guy that got hit in the head with a cinder block when he was younger. All right. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I have to do. I really actually thought I had improved a little with the high hatch. All right. I didn't. But welcome, everybody. It's episode 68. Um, and uh, just Jason and I today. No guests. On this lovely Sunday afternoon. It is. It's war- It's uh, cool but warm outside. Feels pretty fucking good. I haven't really been outside. It's springy. Yeah. Yeah. It's that um, Ohio with their fall spring. It'll be 20 degrees again in like two weeks. They're talking about that. Yeah. Well, actually, sudden, this week they're saying 60s. I can do that. Yeah, it looks nice. Wednesday is supposed to be 65. Yeah, I can dig that. I'll fucking take that. But like I said, in, in two weeks, somehow it'll be 20 degrees. All these fucking assholes will be out there this week planting their, their garden and shit. And yep. then two weeks from now, the frost will kill it <laughs> all. kill it all. <laughs> Fuck you. I think it's a fucking plan by Home Depot. Home Depot's out there controlling the weather. Oh, and it's packed at Home Depot. Everybody's buying their shit already. Of course. They want that fucking garden. Hey, as soon as my tax return comes, I will be too. 
What do you do to your garden? Oh, you have a little garden, don't you? Uh, we bought Flower one bed. last year, but we've never done it in the backyard. You We're, bought it for Carmen for uh, yeah. So this year, yeah, and then the COVID came and everything else happened. We never actually put it together last year. This or, year, we're is she going to grow it. veggies, actual vegetables, or is she going to grow flowers? Uh, no vegetables. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. We don't do the flowers. She's allergic to flowers, and I don't give a fuck. So, you know, I get it. Well, we'll mulch the front too. Uh, we do that. Um, I got to buy a new lawnmower. I'm excited. Manly shit, buying a lawnmower. Oh fuck yeah! Self propelled. Yeah, I like picking up. Oh, no, you buy the riding mowers. No, I'm going to have to, now because I can't use a riding mower in my backyard. As you know, if, if my backyard is literally <laughs> this. It, it just goes straight up a hill. Um, it's a hard one, man. I it, yeah. Walk it drunk. It's a real hard one. But either way. Um, I can't believe I haven't done that. Walked it drunk. Well, it's because we don't use the fire pit up there anymore, really. Well, yeah, when I, come, <clears throat> when I come over here and we hang out outside and drink or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm always scared to walk in the, in your yard. Well, just the dog shit galore. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And Wolfie is bigger than me. No, it, it, he probably shits piles. He does shit piles. And I've got a real shit phobia. You know that. <laughs> and when I was a kid, we had a little fucking poodle, and it was a cool dog. I loved him. It was, but to me, I found out the grossest thing on the planet is being barefoot and squishing your toes to a freshly pile of dog shit. Yeah, I I don't ever go out barefoot in my backyard so i don't really have to worry about that but even stepping on it with shoes fucking sucks <laughs> and you can't get it off it's not oh, no. like a simple get off and you have to fucking take something and scrape it in the bottom of your shoes i don't like i don't like poop <laughs> i don't like poop See, for all of you poop fans out there chris just isn't into you i'm sorry you can have mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry guys chris just isn't into you hey quick apology uh for everybody last week i wasn't in a shitty mood i had a fucking toothache from hell all i know is your the look on your face through most of that podcast <laughs> it was fucking hilarious dude i was in You're agony like, i was in agony and every time <laughs> i really if i talked or moved my mouth the wrong way and i hit that nerve it fucking lit me up yeah i just figured ryan was annoying the shit out of you because he never shuts the fuck up ryan never shuts the fuck up but the whole time he's talking i'm generally laughing because everything that comes out of his mouth is right up my fucking alley uh i just i I swear to god i I would be sitting here and all of a sudden i'd go oh oh, i touched it and i'd have to fucking tilt my head back i was in misery i told you after the show that um or later that night that ryan told the greatest fucking story after the show um which i'm not going to tell Without his permission, so I have to text him this week and maybe give you guys that story next week because it's a good one. That was a great one. Yeah, and it's fucking weird. And it's weird and it's great and it doesn't like make me horny. Not at all. But it does. But I think it's hot. It does. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it's hot. (laughs) It does. I mean, I just that's one thing I I I haven't really played with that type of thing before. But I don't see why you would. I I I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Especially you know from his perspective, but. Mm -hmm. There's something erotic about it. I'd like to hear about it. No, I want to hear the story. Actually, I'd like to have him tell the story, so maybe we'll just wait. But I, we probably won't have him back for a few months. Ryan's a you know, once-every-few-months kind of guy, you know? He's yeah. Too much of Ryan might drive everyone out there. Yeah, but I, I tell you what, man, just he's quick, and the, the shit that comes out of his mouth is the stuff that I like to hear come out of people's mouths. No, I, I, I had a fun time on last week's podcast. Uh yeah. Yeah, it makes me laugh. Actually, we we're supposed to have someone on today and he couldn't because his wife couldn't get off work to watch the kids. So Who's that? Oh, uh, your buddy. Yeah, my buddy Chris. He's gonna come on eventually. He has some stories. Now next week well, I'm not I'm not gonna say next week because I'm not gonna pinpoint it, but um uh, we will be touching on uh, today. Uh we had our golf tournament. We had our well, tournament's a weird word to use, but yeah. Well uh, to them it was a tournament. It was a fucking <laughs> death match. Death match. Death match. And we will be having a chest waxing uh on the show, but uh, we're just not 100% sure when. One of the guys works weird hours, so we're going to have to 
Uh, we might have to. I, I, I'm thinking we might want to do that one live. Uh, I guess we could do it live. Uh, I think that's a good one. I don't to know do how live. we're gonna. I don't know. We'll talk about that. But yeah, we're gonna have our chest waxing regardless. Yeah, are and we telling it, them it who we're waxing or are we not? I don't know. Are we? Um. No, let's don't. Okay. No, let's don't. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know already, anyways. But yeah, people people that we work with, but we have listeners that don't work with us. So yeah, uh, yeah we it was a good one, and uh, the winner had a fucking ten stroke lead after the twelfth hole. Yes, and fucking fell apart, man. Fell apart. Only the winner only won by two strokes in the end. Chris's uh, projection was wrong on either one of those guys. So, um, yeah, who knows? I'm telling you, I really thought he was going to fucking lose it. And he, I'm sitting there He going, thought he was going to fucking lose it for sure. He and looked so nervous. He did. He was he sweating so his ass nervous. off. I didn't care who fucking, whose chest I'm waxing. I no, don't give a fuck. No, no, no. I'll enjoy both of them on a different scale. I think one would be funnier than the other. Um, but it's going to be a good time. See, hairy guy's chest isn't as thick as get pussies. But it's everywhere. Yeah. Get pussies is thick, but it's only up the middle and on the nipples and yeah. stuff. So we're going to have a good time with either one of those. Someone's guys. losing a nipple. That's all oh, I care. No That's all I care about. You get one nipple, I get the other nipple. You know, we talked about beforehand that me joining the contest, and if I won, then they'd both have to do it. And Get Pussy 69 wasn't into that because I wouldn't have any kind of punishment if I lost. Now, I know I suck at putt-putt. I play once every two years, maybe, in fucking Myrtle Beach or somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't play golf. Like a lot of you, like you would actually, you'd have a head up on me on putt putt. I imagine because you play golf on a regular right. basis or a semi yeah, semi regular basis. Plastic. I know rubber it's different, but it's putter. still it's still something. It is. We only had one hole in one. Yeah. I yeah, mean, only one. You normally get like three or four. Each guy gets three or four. No. You know, you get lucky. We had one. These guys are not good. No, there was no good. And all the practicing they did, and all the fucking smack talking. Now, GP told me that he came down there quite a bit, and he was he's whispering strategy into my ear the whole time. I know. He would tell me, he's like, yeah, well, I came down here, and I would hit the, the walls really hard to see what the bounce off was. He's like, this wood's dead, man. <laughs> he goes, I, you got to go left here. Don't go through that hole. Shoot it left off yeah. that rock. Yeah, he had everything planned. And um, then I watched him play, and I'm like, you didn't have shit planned. You might have had shit planned. You didn't execute any of it. He's terrible. They were both terrible. Yeah, and someone's like, he played golf in high school, and I asked him about it. He's like, no, middle school. He didn't play high school because it was going to be too much. And it's like, yeah, we can tell now. And you know what? That's like saying, uh, I, hey, I, I play baseball in high school. You got a participation trophy. You never fucking started a game, and you hit nothing. And either way, high school is more than saying, I played baseball in seventh grade. Right. You know, and that's basically right. what his golf experience was. Yeah, you guys <laughs> both stunk. Uh, but it was uh, it was fun. <laughs> Uh, and uh, shout out to uh, Scallywag Tag. Hey, that place is awesome. That Everybody cool. go out there to fucking wherever that is, Western Hills. Uh, you call it Delhi, I'll call it Western Hills. I don't know what it actually is. I don't even know. I West think, Side. It's uh, over yeah, near. Uh, it's over near the big Dick Sporting Goods off Glenway Avenue. Cool fucking place. Uh, you know, not the fucking most challenging golf course on the planet, but it's all lit up in neon, and it's all really well decorated and painted. Pretty cool place. You know what's not cool? What? Driving up that Glenway Hill. No. And just looking around and going, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't like the West Side. Yeah. Ugh. But, you know, I say yuch when I come over here. Do you? I mean, where? Yeah. Where? Everywhere. Where? Everywhere. When you get to my house, where uh, where are you saying yuck at? Well, you live in a nice neighborhood. But just now, driving down your street, yeah. I saw four Adams and Lucases standing outside smoking cigarettes in front of their yard. We got a lot These of- These are not cultured people. We These got- are fucking hillbillies, dude. Because they got beards? 
because you're standing there in a fucking plaid shirt with the, the furniture with hey man, furniture Lucas and shit is on pretty the cultured. I don't know what you're saying there. I love Lucas, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're you're acting like there's a bunch of sophisticates on the east side and no, there definitely no, isn't no, that. No, 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 there's a difference between sophisticates and just like not grimy. You know, the guy over there at the place we went to... And to be fair, when I go to your place, because your place is straight off of 74, anything on the, on the west side that's just right quick off 74 is usually not that big of a deal. It's when I have to go up Glenway. It's when I have Price to go up... Price Hill. It's where I have to go up Queen City, or if I have to go up... That's rough, What's, yeah. what's the other one? Boudinot, Queen City, Delhi, Price Hill, uh, Sailor Park. No, I'm not asking the neighborhoods. I'm asking the roads. There's Queen City, and then there's something else right there in Queen City. Bridgetown? I don't know. Either way, that area... And then the fucking Glenway up area, the Price Hill area. Yeah. That's where I really get my west side of. I agree with you. And that part is. You know, I, I do like, too. And you know what? It's so fucking crowded over there. I mean, and, and to be fair, on the east side, Mount Washington is kind of the same. Not as bad, but getting there. Um, but it's just Mount Washington. It's a very small area. On the west right. side, it's a giant chunk. Well, but what happens if uh, you drive through Amelia? What kind of people you see in Amelia? You just see hillbillies. But here's the thing about that, too, on the east side. And a lot of crack and meth over in Amelia. But I mean, this is not a fucking cultured place. Well, there's crack and meth everywhere. I've learned that growing up. It was easier for me who grew up in Amelia to get heroin at the age of 18 than it was to get beer. So, yeah. I mean, like, that's just no matter where you're at, you can find drugs. What I'm more saying is, all right, here's the difference from the east side and the west side. Okay. On the west side, a lot of times you have to drive through the shit to get to the okay. That's a fact. On the east side, you drive through the OK to get to the shit, so you can avoid the shit. You don't. Why would you right. ever go to Amelia? Like, I don't need to go to Amelia. You know, and <laughs> it gets further. The further east out you go, the more hillbilly it gets. And again, the hillbillies are difference between like city trash and hillbilly trash. There is. You can argue for either one. Both of them are trash in the end. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but either way, um, what I'm saying is that's why I like the east side. Is I can avoid it. I get a write off. I'm an Anderson. I'm fine. Yeah, see, I don't have to deal with the west side trash. I'm right off the freeway. I'm closer to Colerain than the, I am the west side. Yeah, and the ones, the east side places that are close to the city are like your Hyde Parks and your Oakleys and shit like right. that, which are all nice areas. So you you can just avoid it. But um, but yeah, you're right. If the further north you get on the west side, you know, then you don't have to deal with it as much. Right. Unless you go a little bit north uh, east and hit that lovely town of Hamilton. Well, Hamilton's just a oh, fucking, that's fuck. a shithole. I, there's a lot of Hamilton people that are super proud of being Hamilton oh, people. Oh, they're proud of it. We've and, been calling, I call it Hamiltucky. Everybody, for years. everybody does. Hamilton's a fucking shithole. It's a dump. Yeah. And the worst part is it's a, the nice thing about it is like on the east side, you got white trashy here. Mm -hmm. You got all kinds of trashy on the west side. Mm -hmm. And then in Hamilton, you've got a fucking inbred slash melting pot who knows scumbags. what's going on there yeah. yeah it doesn't matter what color or, or creed you are to live in hamilton you just got to have a couple fucking marbles rolling around in your I, fucking you know what head. i'm not gonna ever do heroin unless i move to hamilton and i might just break down and do some heroin it comes in the mail what, what the fuck tide. else are you gonna do you gotta fit in somehow you know <laughs> it comes in the mail you get a sample every month you can't be the only guy at Rimke that doesn't have an itch problem all right <laughs> come on man <laughs> So all you uh, people from Hamilton, we salute you. <laughs> hey, shut up Cincinnati as we shit on every neighborhood around. <laughs> <laughs> we do, too. Yeah, whatever. You know what's funny? Uh, my, I live in an apartment complex. You know what we can all agree on, east side, west side? What's that? Fuck Kentucky. That's what I say. <laughs> and Indiana, I mean? too. Oh, worse, Indiana. Fuck I don't even you count you. in Indiana. How's that even a place? Yeah, people are <laughs> proud to live in fucking, I live in Aurora, Indiana. 
We we work with a bunch of people that live around the Lawrenceburg area because Home of the Hollywood the 15th, stuff over there. Oh yeah. Home of the fifteenth largest steam engine. We're from Lawrenceburg. We got two casinos and a lot of KKK. <laughs> and we're proud, proud, proud of our heritage. <laughs> oh, fuck Indiana them. fuckers. Fuck them. All right. Well, here's what we're going to get into today. We didn't get a chance to talk about last week. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Inductees came out. Now, I have I only know of four or five of them. I waited live for you to talk, uh, bring them up because this has always been in my head a, a question of uh, who belongs, who doesn't. Uh, I base it on a lot of things. Longevity is huge for me. What kind of impact you made on the fucking business, not just necessarily your record sales. I look at it as, oh, yeah, we sold 10 billion records. Well, you sold 10 billion records once, and the songs were shit. Yeah. Um, and another thing I've always questioned, R&B, hip-hop, does it go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is that music equally recogn- or equally deserved of recognition? Fuck yes, it is. Yeah, it's a tough one. Here, here's my take on that. Hip-hop, I say no doubt. Hip-hop is the rock of, of certain age. You know, I, nowadays, I agree with that. Nowadays, hip-hop is harder than rock and roll is, for the most part, at least mainstream rock and roll. People ask you what's rock bands out there these days, and someone will say Maroon 5. It's like, I'm sorry, but Ice Cube is a lot harder than fucking Maroon 5 has ever been. But, I mean, if somebody says to you what defines the word rock and roll, you're going to think electric guitar. First yeah. thing that pops in your head. I get what you're saying. I have a harder time with R&B. It's a genre. Yeah, I have a, I have a harder time with R&B, like I said. Um because basically the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is everything but country. It is. I mean, that's that's nowadays that's what it is. Because they're putting in your Whitney Houston's and stuff went last year. She wasn't rock and roll. She was one of the top three singer of all time. Yes. But furthest yeah. thing in the world from rock, and, rock roll. and roll. But then again, and you look back and then you see like Aretha Franklin's and that kind of like 70s music kind of was rock and rollish too. Because that was before they were just using like fake instruments and shit like well, that. Well, no, Aretha Franklin had guitars and That's drums what I mean. And, and the yeah. Temptations and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, but that's R&B. But at that time, it is also kind of rock and roll. So it, I don't know. Modern day, and this is where we're going to get into with our the number one this year that we got on our list here. I have the 2020 inductees. Not the inductees, the nominees. Right. So they still have to get voted for. See, when you looked at, this is the difference. When you yeah. looked at Aretha Franklin, Temptations, Four mm-hmm. Tops, all that, do you think rock and roll? No. But when you saw them play, there was they a had rock a full bands. fucking yes. band behind exactly. them. Exactly. A guitarist, a bass player, a mm-hmm. drummer. And I think that's what makes it qualify. You go to a hard, like a rap show, there's two guys up there with fucking uh, with their fucking DJ setups. That's what it is. It's all computerized. But stuff. I don't mind that either if the DJ is still doing DJ as shit. You know what I mean? Like when I go see- Yeah, like, but he's doing recorded DJ as like, shit. Like a band like Jurassic 5. I don't know if you ever got to see yeah, them live. Yeah, um, Not have the, live. They have the two them. DJs. Um, that would go up there and they would be doing the, the scratching live and it was it was fucking good. I mean, they were putting in work. You could tell they were putting in like work. Like Crystal Matthews. They were playing Matthews. off of each other and then the rappers would do their thing. Um, that, I mean, it's hard for me to not to say that's a band. You know, regardless of there's not a guitar up there, that's a band. They're, but I do get what you're saying, the DJs that just go up there and basically play the background track and then just sit up there and say, yeah, every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, and, and like I said, they're playing recorded stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Jurassic Five's not that. The Roots is a live band. I would consider them a rock band, even though they're, they're a hip-hop band. They have the full band up the there. The Roots? Yeah. The Roots have a full fucking yeah. band, including a horn section. Um, I, I, I love see, the Roots. When you see Public Enemy live these days, they got a full band behind yeah, them. When you see know. Outkast, they have a full band. So there are some rap bands that are rap, rap artists that use the band, but not all of them. But see, that to me is a huge difference. Like out, you just Brent mentioned Outkast. Do I like Outkast? Love them. Always mm-hmm. have. But to them, 
the big difference between outcast and someone who's out like out, out today like fucking future or whatever i'll just yeah. use him as an example mm-hmm. outcast were truly musicians future's just a rapper with fucking computerized shit going on behind him outcast actually wanted guitars they 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 featured guitars in some of their tunes drum solos you know things yeah. like this it was music mm-hmm. i don't consider the shit today music yeah. I mean, I consider it music. Do I consider it worthy of this? No. Well, I don't see any rappers, current rappers that have came out like in the last four or five years that are going to be making in the Music Hall of Fame either, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. But I don't know. Who knows? Let's get to the list. Yeah, the list this year. We had Mary J. Blige, and that was the first one I thought of because when we talked about R&B. Mary J. Blige is huge in R&B. Um, Love her. She's Great super influ- influential in that she was maybe the first like hip-hop-ish R&B type act um, that me- went more to the grimy you know, hip-hop community. It wasn't just like a polished R&B act. Right. So I understand her place in rock and roll history. I just don't consider Mary J. Blige rock and roll. I don't either. That's where, you know what I mean? That's where she loses me there. She deserves her place in yeah. music history. Yes. Not rock and roll history. I, I agree. So I wouldn't vote for her. Um, Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Four or five real big hits is all she had. Running up that hill was her biggest fucking tune. Kate Bush ain't making it. No, no, uh, fuck you, Kate Bush. The thing about her is she was a writer, and I think that's what she's more in for because she didn't have a fucking great voice or anything. Whatever, I'm not giving it. No, Kate, no, no. Kate, Kate Bush, Bush is not making my fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Foo Fighters, without a doubt. Yeah, but the Foo Fighters made. The it. only thing about it is, mm-hmm. it's pretty early for them. I mean, they've been out for 20 years or so. 20, it has to be Fighters. 20 years. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, the Foo Fighters were my first concert. I seen them in 1994 or 5. So they've been out more than 20 years, like 25 uh, years. In my opinion, Foo Fighters, hell yes. Fucking ridiculous talent all the way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Grohl, coolest guy on the planet, who fucking just happened to play in Nirvana. I mean, he's already in the Rock no brainer Hall of Fame. So yeah, no brainer. Give, to give him his second nomination. Foo Fighters, one of the rare bands in the last 25 years that have actually stuck around to him. Who else right. is there? There really isn't. No, there is. There's isn't. no one else that still can put out a hit and still get some national mainstream attention from it, get some plays in the well, you radio. You got guys like Pearl, you got bands like Pearl Jam, but they're not. Pearl Jam disappeared for ten years. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's still you don't hear new Pearl Jam songs on their air. No, they're recording stuff, but Eddie Vedder's doing private stuff on the but side. But again, you're not hearing it. I they, agree. They have not stayed mainstream popular for that long. That is something that's fucking impressive this day and age. And, and yeah. the Foo Fighters are the only ones that I can think of. I'm probably missing somebody, but off the top of my head, Metallica, I guess. But, uh, you know, they're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, All right, the Go-Go's. You miss Devo. I did miss Devo. You know why I miss Devo? Because you hate him. No, but fuck off. You're not in the Rock Hall. You put on a goofy outfit and, and, and play some goofy music. The only thing about Devo, it. the only thing about Devo, and I don't think they deserve to be in there either. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing about him is this. They were innovative. They were the first, as in, back in the 80s, that they called New Wave. For sure, they were innovative, but innovative isn't always good. No, and they were nothing but <laughs> synth, I mean? synth and, and keyboard synth, uh, yeah. synthesized stuff. No to Devo. Uh, Go-Go's, I'm going to say no. A lot of people are going disagree, to disagree with me. They had one album that was gigantic. Mm-hmm. Their first one, I think it was called Beauty and the Beat, that had all the shit you hear of. We got the beat, our lips are sealed, we all that shit. We got the beat! But the bottom line is this. Um, they weren't the first all-girl rock band. No. I think that came from either the Runaways or a Vixen was the first all-girl rock band. That's what they're pushing. Hey, we were the first all-girl. They were the first all-girl ridiculous pop rock band. But mus- musician-wise, they're awful. Yeah. No they to play, the, their guitars play four chords. You know what I mean? No they're, to the go-go's. And I don't care. You can play four chords and still be good. Green Day deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They play three chords. But either way, you know what I mean. I, right. Fuck the go-go's. Uh, Iron Maiden. 
I'm going to say yes on their music, but I'm going to say no because fuck Bruce Dickinson uh, <laughs> because the whole time he's been saying, fuck the Hall of Fame, fuck those bloody Americans that run it. I want nothing to do with it. But but that was just a mad thing because he wasn't indicted or yeah. inducted yet. Right? Um, Iron Maiden, fuck yeah. They sell out stadiums, dude. They, and they, they'll still sell out Riverbend in an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, they were pure fucking metal and uh, they... They stayed around. They're still touring. Yeah. Iron Maiden gets in for me just for their fucking album covers. <laughs> and the only thing, the only thing about Iron Maiden, I mean, like Nico McBrain, their drummer, fucking sick, talented drummer. They're all the musicians. They're talented. Is that his real name? Nico McBrain. That is a great name. He wasn't the original drummer, but he was there through the big days. I don't give a shit. His yeah. name's Nico McBrain. Nico McBrain. Fuck that guy's awesome. Yeah. Iron Maiden. Yes, yes, you're in my Hall of Fame. Jay-Z. Jay-Z is a yes for me. Um... Jay-Z's got to be a yes for me just because of the fucking sick talent. The guy can do everything and, and the, does it all again, well. Again, the longev- longevity of him or right. whatever that word is. He's that I can't not say rock and roll I, uh, in any way, drugs. shape, or form. Yeah. But he did do, he was one of the first to do a lot of the crossover stuffs with the bands like Linkin Park and you know what I mean when they started Yeah, those were that. awful, but either way, Jay-Z but I'm gets saying, in. Yeah, but I'm saying he managed to produce it and make it a way that it's acceptable to a bunch of different genres. Jay-Z, way too talented and... Uh, Jay-Z could have dropped off after his fourth album and still been a Hall of Famer. To me. His agree. first four albums are so fucking good. Yeah. Um, after that, who gives a shit? But either way, a lot of other people do give a shit. Dogs are barking inside. All right, Chaka Khan. Uh, that's a definite yes. Chaka Khan was a fucking icon for decades. and uh, <laughs> See, she's a no for me, but I guess I'm just not part of that generation that knew about Chaka Khan. Well, she started, the time with, I was started around, with a band called Rufus. Yeah, I know. And uh, But, I mean, her shit was a full band, full production concert. Uh, she put out a lot. I, I like Chaka Khan. She had some, she's got some classics that go back to the 60s and ones you still hear today from the 80s. Late 80s. Uh, you know, uh, she's a yes. She was, she's, she's not a flash in the pan. She's in Chris's Hall of Fame. She's not in mine. Carol King. Love her. Rock and roll, no. Easy listening is what she is. But She writes some songs. She's so. a sick writer yeah. is what she is. And she had a fucking real unique, cool voice. Under my uh, feet, I yeah. feel the sky tumbling down. And she had a hundred of those. Yeah. So I'd say singer. she's a yes. I, I give Carol King. She's a yes. I don't know who this is. Fela Kuti. Oh, I know who I know who that is. Okay. Uh, this guy was a, he's a fucking African dude who led a full fucking orchestra. Now, right. I watched a documentary about his style of music, but he was on there. This guy, it had an African feel to the music mm-hmm. with the drums and all that, but he threw in like a Latino Cuban style with it. Full fucking orchestra. And it was like a, almost like that shit that Paul Simon did. I was when about he got to say, is, yeah. this, is this Paul Simon's greatest inspiration? That's what he is. He's okay. that guy. Yeah. Uh, very talented. Um, never got big mainstream because it was the orchestra that did all the talent. Uh, I'm going to say no to that one. Okay. Ridiculous, talented guy, but no rock and roll in any way, shape, or form. Uh, uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because I am not going to sit here and say I know everything about music. Um, and you knew who he was. But I know enough about music where I should know your name if you're going to be in the Rocker Hall of Fame. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know who the fuck that is. So obviously it didn't make that huge of an impact. If he fucking influenced uh, what's-his-nuts over there, Simon and Garfunkel, then Paul good Simon. for him. Yeah. yeah, Paul Simon, by the way, his uh, midlife crisis was great when he went through the African thing. It was. Uh, like he all of a sudden, the whitest lily fucking white dude, he sung like a lily white dude, yeah. but then all of a sudden he's just super into the African drums and everything and else. And he's married to the weirdest beatnik hippie that ever walked it, Maybe that's what influenced Edie it. Edie Burkell, yeah. the New Bohemians. Oh, really? I wife. didn't know that was yeah, his wife. Yeah, been his wife for years. 
Whatever. Hey, he married, he wrote a, if you can call me Al or whatever, he gets yeah. a pass for the rest of his life. Well, he was, he was Simon and Garfunkel, and, dude. He was and, the talent behind Simon and Garfunkel. He no, wrote everything. Garfunkel's hair was the talent in that band. Garfunkel had a fucking phenomenal voice. Yeah. But Paul wrote everything and composed I everything. Get you. you know. But as a young man, when that video came out that Chevy Chase was in, I thought Chevy Chase sung that for 10 years. Did you really? I thought that was Chevy Chase song. He was lip syncing the whole oh, thing. Oh, I know. And it was great. Yeah. And I thought the whole time, man, Chevy Chase is good. You he know? rocks. <laughs> LL Cool J, yes. Uh, he's a yes for me. Uh, he's a yes for me because I fucking sat in the third row on the I'm Bad tour. Yeah. And it was just a fucking, it was he a was, rock fest. Dude. He was a monster. In he the was 80s. a monster. And it was, but I, I must say, it wasn't just him out there in his fucking Kanga hat, blah, yeah, blah, blah. There was a fucking, licking his lips was, all the time. there was two or three guitars in that band. There was yeah. a fucking bass player, keyboard. Absolute yes. Plus all that shit that Rick Rubin produced in the 80s, that, that early hip hop, that shit was basically rock and yeah. roll you know what i mean that's that was, exactly what it, it was. was hard yeah but ll cool j to me coming you know growing up in the 80s giant talent fucking loved him all right we got the new york dolls now this one is a the most controversial one for me uh i you may have liked the new york dolls a little because they were they considered themselves punk but they were shitty but here's what here's why i say yes to them yeah i say yes to them because they were you want to talk about they fucking started the hair band 80 thing mm -hmm. they were the first guys to wear makeup and hairspray and the big hair um and they didn't do it as a standard rock band they did it as uh we're an underground punk band who dresses like women fuck you if you don't like us the only thing i don't like about the new york dolls is their music their music's terrible yes and they changed their lineup 500 times. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying no to the New York Dolls. I know their influence. I know their influence on 80s rock, like the Motley Crue's of the world, were gigantically influenced by the New York Dolls. Right. Um, they're one of those bands that if I was alive at that time listening to music, I may have been into them because there was no other options, and I'm, I was always naturally drawn to punk music. But, it, but by the time that I was into that genre of music, 14, 15-year-old, 94, 95, there were so many more better bands. Why would I yeah. waste my time with the fucking New York Dolls? And the thing about... <laughs> thing about the new york dolls is like i said I, I can't see putting somebody in the hall of fame when when you've had 45 previous members you're exchanging fucking band members yeah. you know i think yeah maybe they can just put in johnny thunders and we can just move right, on <laughs> right all right so, next band rage against the machine fucking love i love morello man i'm a giant morello guy i i don't think in the last 20 years, there's been a more influential guitar player in the business i don't think they made video games out of this fucking i guy. didn't even think about that until you just said this but I was a hard no on Rage Against the Machine, but now that you just present the Morello thing, I am a yes on Tom Morello right. making the Hall of Fame on his own. Um, his guitar playing was innovative as fuck. As it, fuck. It, it's so you know it's very rare someone brings something new to the table. Uh, Eddie Van Halen did it in the '80s, and fucking Morello did it in the '90s. No right. one had did what he did before. You know, with the scratching but and he stuff. He did it. He did it for Rage. He did it for Rage, but then he carried it on through other bands. I never. He I did. wasn't an audio slave fan, which is weird because I, I like Morello and I like Cornell, but together I just didn't care for the music they were putting out. Um, but again, he carried it on through that. He still he'll show up at all these you know concerts and stuff and do his own thing. Uh, that dude's the shit, and he's a Harvard graduate. I mean, the the dude just all the he's he's the he's complete a, he's package. He's a true music guy, and yeah. uh, the fact that he was the front guitar player for. For Rage, I'm going to say yes to them yeah. because they have been around for years. I mean, they, they, they have. They have. They put out two albums, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, and they don't put out music. They're, and really, they put out one album that was worth a shit. Their, their first album is fucking great. For that time, they, they were the first ones that really brought the rap rocket thing to a forefront that did it well anyways. 
Um, well, you know what? What they said the other day uh, pissed me off against Rage. You know, I'm going to change mine to a no. I'm with you. I like Morello. Um, oh, because the bass player? That guy's always been a crazy person. No, the motherfucker said, said uh, we are not going to sell out and we will never play a fucking social distancing concert. That was the bass player. So basically, hey, fans, fuck you. That's you the know, bass it's, player. It's coming back. You're not going to see us. Their bass player's always been a nut. He's always been out there on his own. Remember that MTV when Limp Biscuit won the award and the bass player Rage climbed up that thing and oh, that yeah. all weird? Yeah. Whatever that guy. See, Ra- Rage to me didn't... Rage to me had one thing. They had Tom Morello. And, uh, you know, they... No, their singer was good. I mean, you know, for that, what he did, his voice was super um, original and everything. Zach De La Rocha or something like De that. De La Rocha. Yeah. I, I mean, those two, I don't mind. The bass player and the drummer were never anything special. Either way, I just, I can't induct you on one album. I, I'm with you. you know so let's mean? say no, and uh, Tom Morello put him in on his own. Yeah, Tom Morello, for sure. That guy needs to get some kind of credit at one point or another. I just don't think Rage is the vehicle for that. I don't know. I mean, he's gotten his money with the fucking yeah. Guitar Hero. He was Guitar Hero, you know, that paid him fucking millions and millions you know millions and, but i say this and it's hypocritical too because i'd say biggie small should be in the rock and roll hall of fame all day long and he also had two albums but he, he did was, but he was murdered you guys could have made albums yeah. <laughs> you know? all right todd rundgren absolute 150 percent giant yes the motherfucker's been making music since the 60s um people don't know it but uh first of all my first concert ever i couldn't tell you one song yeah, you could. If I played him, well, for that's you. what I mean. I'm sure I know his songs, but First I didn't all, know what he did either. He popped his head on the scene. Uh, him and he, he started off as Meatloaf's backup band. <laughs> okay, well, I like Meatloaf. him a little bit more. Yeah, he was Meatloaf's backup band. Him and three other guys in that backed up Meatloaf left and formed their own band called Utopia, and it was a real weird hippie, spaceshipy kind of thing, and it was pretty weird. That was my first concert. Um, Is he a guitar player? He's a guitar player, okay. but he's a what his fucking genius is is writing okay he's written for some of the biggest fucking biggest tunes out there and you never even know okay um giant fucking huge enormous yes okay i'll, I'll trust you on that one I, he's I, who honest, should be in there i honestly don't know who he is uh i've heard the name but i, I couldn't tell you phenomenal just, tina turner well how the fuck is tina turner not in the rock and roll hall of fame already bitch is like 90 and she's been fucking rocking it for yeah, fucking 50 years i'm not even gonna talk about tina turner because of course she's in the fucking rock and roll hall of fame <laughs> without a knock doubt. it off what the fuck you ever she, seen those legs that bitch's legs still look good at like they 80. do and you ever <laughs> seen her at fucking 70 she was doing concerts and still fucking just ran that's what all i mean over the fucking place she's the definition of what should yeah, be in there tina turner is the shit and she could take a punch like a champ anyways <laughs> dion warwick uh, Dionne Warwick is a, a fucking enormous fucking influence. She's been around for a hundred years, but there is nothing on the space <laughs> no. of the earth rock and roll about she, Dionne Warwick. She's not getting my rock and roll Hall of Fame. Sorry, uh, I have Dionne. a I have a personal fucking love for her because she basically cr- uh, discovered my man Luther Vandross. Oh yeah, you do have a weird crush on that guy. Oh, giant, uh, enormous. You uh, and my mom. Yeah, but uh, her songs were fucking ballads they were easy you know she's just been around for 50 years and you know a lot of her shit but she's not rock and roll at all okay that's it on the rock and roll hall of fame uh, is there anything there else you want to talk there. about there no all right yeah i think we elected our rock and roll hall of fame i think we only disagreed on one but you know that's fine yeah all right let's get to we only got one email this week um i think let me refresh here and it's not really an email i think it's just a video with you so this probably won't even be fun and on eye on air but the video people will like this all right leaked <laughs> leaked footage let me let me get the thing first oh man she had to make this a pain in the ass leaked footage 
All right, she said this is leaked footage of Chris T's dental visit. Fuck off. Looking close, those are live maggots in that lady's mouth. Oh my god. Those were in her fucking teeth? That is the grossest fucking thing I've ever seen. Look at those maggots just moving around. Oh my god. So your dental visit went well, it looks like. Wait, I break a tooth off and now I've got maggots? (laughs) Go fuck yourself. We'll put that video up. <laughs> I say it with all the love in the world. Go oh, fuck yourself. Jesus Christ, that was gross. <laughs> How would you not know? I mean, were they embedded in the fucking gums? I don't know. I'm fucking, I've never had maggots in my mouth. I don't know how that works. I mean, I've had them in there, but I put them there. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> Jeez. Give me a break here, guys. Well, um, my dental stuff is good now. It, it will get pulled Tuesday or Wednesday, and... Uh, I'm going to be uh, running a contest to give somebody my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Do you have an asshole of the week? Uh, this week, no. You don't got an asshole I've come week? across nice, friendly people this week. Oh, that's good. No one's fucked up your order at Donato's or anything? No, no, because I'm not eating pizza right now. But no, I haven't met any assholes. <laughs> well, you're missing out. All right, asshole of the week. My asshole of the week is Mr. Ron Johnson. Now, Ron Johnson is a senator out of some buttfuck who gives a shit state. I'm not going to give him the fucking pleasure of memorizing his state. This cunt... Now, the, the Biden thing came out this week, right? Biden's uh, payment plan, getting our 1400 yeah, Biden yeah, yeah. bucks came out. And, you know, and that passed through the House, and then it went to the Senate. Now, the Senate has the votes. They have 51 votes. That's all they need. Um, but the Republicans or anybody actually can put up any kind of basically hurdle they want to make it a pain in the ass. This motherfucker made the Senate clerks read the whole bill. 791 pages. It took 11 hours, right? He made them read it out loud. Now, the rest of the Senate gets to just fucking leave. They all leave. The only one that sticks around is Ron Johnson because he has to since he requested it. And now these poor fucks that are probably not making shit have to sit there and read 791 pages. Took 11 hours. They ended in two and in the morning. And it's still passing. And it's still passing. So all you're doing is wasting these poor people's fucking time. That's all he did. All for a political stunt. If that's not a fucking asshole, I don't know who it is. What state is he right? from? Now I gotta know because I I'm gonna. Know. I think I'm gonna hate anyone in the state because yeah. they voted for him. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking asshole. And, and there's and nothing again, he can do to stop the bill. No, it We're wouldn't have stopped. 1400. He only did it to be an asshole. He only did it to be an asshole and prove a point. Now, is there pork barrel spending in this fucking bill? Is there useless shit? Of course, there's useless shit in every bill. The, the hypocritical part is, is that Trump passed one of these bills that gave like $5 billion out to corporations and no one batted an eye. <laughs> now this one, everybody's all fucking worried about the extra shit, man. He's from sh- Wisconsin. All right, fuck Wisconsin. And here's the funniest part. All right. His current approval rating is 28%. Makes sense. Yeah, shocker. Good luck there, buddy. What and, a fucking asshole. Well, and apparently after he did it, he said that he's probably not going to run for a set, another term. So, I mean, again. You're he's, not going to win. He's just, well, he's old as shit, too. But either way, he's just being an asshole. He's just being That's petty. It. And yeah. all he's doing is punishing the poor people that have to fucking sit there and read it. 
No yeah, one else. No one it. else gets anything from it because they can leave. Yeah, and we're still getting our money. You so basically fuck give you. me a break. If I'm a Democrat or if I'm a Republican, if I'm anyone else in that Senate, I'm like, oh, cool. See you guys. Yeah, because the worst part is he already knows every word in that thing. He's already read it. You think those guys read all that? I think their people read it. You right. give there's them the, the cliff notes. No, he already knew about it. Yeah, it was it was his idea was to air it publicly. Now the bill's available publicly anyways. You can read it. Of course, you want, but all seven hundred ninety-one pages. No, we it already know. passed. All we got to do is have. The vote. basically fucking the vote and it's going to pass. He's going to sign it. We're going to change money. a couple things. There was a couple Democrats that moderate Democrats that said they wouldn't pass unless a couple things were changed. They had four hundred dollars extra going in unemployment and they had to make it down to three hundred, which it already right. was anyway. But they did extend it. Yeah, they extended it. They get a hundred dollars less, but that was already what they were getting to begin with. And I believe they had a cutoff of seventy thousand or seventy five thousand for the stimulus checks. Uh, the, the total cutoff is eighty thousand. If 80, you make over eighty, you get nothing. Yeah. If you get seven, if you make seventy five to eighty, yeah, you get a percentage. Exactly. Depending. Yeah. But at at eighty thousand one dollar, you get zip. And honestly, if I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. I think if you're probably making eighty thousand dollars and you're single because yeah. it's a, it's one hundred and fifty. I think if you're not single, right? Then you I know, mean you you got a pretty comfortable living already. Yeah, you're I fine. Mean, you're you good. probably don't need the fourteen hundred. It's not going to kill you anyways one way or the other yeah but uh and apparently uh, that saved like two million stimuluses you know what i oh, mean yeah. so that, i mean that adds up pretty quickly and then at 1400 and, you know and i know a lot of democrats just think we should just be throwing money around and i support it a lot of times but there has to be some kind of stop point that the shit don't just fall off trees even though it kind of right. does but whatever uh well, but anyways ron johnson fucking asshole uh joe biden who gives a shit i i haven't even really heard from the guy since he became president i think he just uh, he's been popping his anything. head out now and yeah. then. Uh, but, you know, the thing about it is the stimulus is going to pass. So one of his promises that he made came true. He wanted oh. to make sure he's he wanted to make sure right off the fucking gate that something he said happens you, quickly. You said 2000, though, Joe. You said 2000. He did, didn't he? I'm not getting 2000. <laughs> you getting 1400? Yeah, but I'm getting 1400 four times. So thank you, Joe. Yeah, you I'm are. fine with that. I'm fine well, 5, with that. 5600. Yeah. I'm good with that. No, um, but I'm going to stimulate the fuck out of the economy. You're going to put it all back, and that's the whole point. I don't of it. save. That's I never save anything. Everything I do is just, I'm, you know, that's going to go to an Airbnb somewhere for my family vacation. Yeah. And then I'm going to put money into the tourist attractions down wherever the fuck we go. Exactly right. Stimulating that economy, doing what it's supposed to do. I'm using mine to take my kid to Gatlinburg. There you go. So, and that's exactly what I'm the fucking, stimulus is for. Stimulating that fucking economy. That's what we're doing. Yeah. You know. Um. I do have an asshole. I've decided I just had one. Oh, because okay. nothing as poetic as Ron Johnson. But um, well, Ron Johnson's a cunt too. Yeah, but mine is a mine is a company. Oh, and I still love the fucking company. All right, love the fucking company. All right, Hotwire You're going to be my asshole of the week. <laughs> All right, and yeah, I'll tell you it. why. Um, I got my tax return. Mm-hmm. Uh, paid all my bills up. I'm current on everything, and then I found out the stimulus is coming. I said, we're going to fucking. Gatlinburg, because I'll have it by April. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, no matter what happens, we'll have it by April. I think we'll have it in about two weeks. Yeah. So I go to hotwire.com, which is my favorite site to book hotels. Hotwire. It is. Uh, they give you these hot rates, blah, blah, blah. So looking at you, hotwire. My kid loves to swim. So it's imperative, because we're going in April, that we have an indoor pool at our hotel. So I'm looking through Hotwire, and I'm, I don't want a flea bag. I want a decent hotel that's got an indoor pool. There's a yeah. lot of them. Imperative. Imperative. So I find the hot rate that I want. It's like $80 a day. It says amenities, indoor pool. Now, how the hot rate works is it's one of two or three hotels. You don't know which one you're getting until you book it. Yeah. Okay? 
but the amenities are accurate. So I book the hotel. I pay for it. Then they give you the name of the hotel. And I find out that that hotel does not have an indoor pool. Priceline's the exact same way. Is it? Yeah, that's the way you book it. Is you do it through there. You don't see it. You get to pick a, a rate of what kind of hotel it is. For right. Four star, five, you know, whatever. Right. And then you, you get a surprise at the end. So I looked up the hotel on I've its own. I've never been disappointed, though. Oh, no, no, no. It's a good deal. But the bottom line is it's a non-refundable rate when you book this hot rate. And I found out that the hotel that, that I had gotten what did not was the one of the three that didn't have an indoor pool. So I said, uh, I called the hotel. I said, hey, I just booked a hotel. Uh, hot, hot Wire said it had an indoor pool. Turns out it doesn't. And I need to cancel my reservation. They said, well, you can't do it. Non-refundable. So the bottom line is I had to spend about an hour and a half on the phone with Hot Wire uh, dicking around and getting transferred and whatever <laughs> to get the hotel with the indoor pool. So that was an inconvenience for me. So it's enough to be asshole the week for me. Yeah. I'm going to throw an additional asshole of the weekend. Nice. I got an, an extra one. I'm going out to Taco Bell this time. All right. Just Taco Bell as a corporation, as a company. These motherfuckers. And, you know, I guess the corporation don't know. I go one night to Taco Bell. Get there. DoorDash only. How's that make any sense? But all right. You can only cook food for DoorDash. All right. Leave. Three days later, I still haven't had some Taco Bell. So I stop again. <laughs> get a new place. Pull up. Four item minimum. Four you had to buy minimum. at least four things? Or maximum. Maximum. Sorry. Oh, maximum. But Taco Bell, that's not shit. No. You know what I mean? You get one value meal is a four items because you get three items and a, and a drink. Yeah. Three tacos and a drink. And that's all you're allowed that's to That's all get. you're allowed to have. Fuck you, Taco Bell. Assholes. Really? Yep. That makes no fucking sense. Nope. Hey, but that girl over there in the Newport Taco Bell, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to get her a job, I think, at the old, uh, the old casino. Really? Great attitude. Pretty girl. There's no reason she should be working at a fucking Taco Bell drive That means she's got butt tons of fucking baggage. She's Probably. got a fucking crazy ex-husband or ex-boyfriend. Whatever. She needs a, a good job. Fucking crackhead. That's good customer service. She can make me money. That's all I'm eh, saying. There's something fishy about that girl. I'm telling you. That's fine. I don't have to deal with her once she gets there. You just want the, the, the referral money. I want that referral money, and I think she can make me some money on the casino floor, all right? <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm going into something. Bothers me. Oh, shit. Bothers First of you. all, yeah, it bothers me. Um, cause, uh, I get hamstringed by all you motherfuckers that I'm supposedly friends with. <laughs> you fucking label me because I don't like big gooey fat asses. I don't like them. You guys all say, Oh, that's a great ass. I say, that's a fat ass. Well, I just, and suddenly uh, according to you last night, Oh, so you just like vanilla flat asses. No. Cause you pointed out a vanilla ass, but either way, she was know. fucking lovely. Yeah. I don't like big butts because I'll tell you why. Let's say hypothetically you see a big giant fat ass on a 28-year-old girl. Okay, oh, that's hot, blah, blah, blah. That ass is going to be 10 times the size when she's 35. It's not important. You don't look at someone and go, well, what are they going to look like 15 years ago? If now? I hit it from behind and it ripples, it's way too fucking big. No, you are. I don't like fat butts. All right. For one thing, I'm not a fat butt guy. For one, Like in general. You know, for me, I'll look at things and say that's too big, too. And some of my other friends uh, will, will fucking criticize me for the same thing. But you're you actually like flat butts for the most part. Like, you're that's what you're into. You're just into nothing, basically. I don't no. get it. I don't get yours because you, your cutoff is just so small compared to what most people's cutoff are. A, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't. But yeah. if you say, which kind do I like? I don't like them flat. I like a little bulbous ass. 
but I don't like a big, giant, fat butt. And I don't see how anybody does. You look at fucking, I mean, people that get that think Cardi B is hot, you're out of your fucking mind. Her ass is gigantic, and it's gross, <laughs> and I don't want any part of it. Uh, I, I think the the percentage of white guys that think Cardi B's hot and black guys like Cardi B are going to be a little bit different. you know. Now you look at Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Arguably the most beautiful woman walking the earth. Her butt was too big for you. If I had my way, it would be smaller. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hers is perfect. She's breathtaking. She's stunning. She's beautiful and, and blah, blah, blah. But if in a perfect world, they say, hey, you're going to get Jennifer Lopez, do whatever you want. I'm shrinking that ass. So when I found out that you wanted to talk about flat asses, I didn't know where you were going to go with it or fat asses. Okay. Flat or fat. So I looked up. Now, apparently, science has figured out why men like bigger asses. And the bottom line is, and I'm not going to go into too much, is that the bigger ass women can hold hold children more you know what i mean if you see a bigger girl you look at her and she's going to survive pregnancy and everything else so it's something that's built into her mind from years and years and years of just survival back in the day and procreation so that's scientifically why men like bigger asses they don't think about that as you're just sitting around going Whoa, look at that ass well, hey, let me get, about that let me get gonna... ass implants but apparently your your family tree didn't evolve enough to like the asses i don't know or maybe evolved much no, past here's it. what i like yeah. this is a key word here yeah I like proportionate asses. But, um, yeah. Fits your body. I've dated you girls with big butts, mm-hmm. but they were bigger girls. Yeah. Not fat, just bigger, taller, whatever. You don't have to have a tiny little ass for me to like you, but you can't be a little tiny cute thing with a fucking giant ass. It looks funny. I don't want it. I don't want it. I think, and then I also think it is an age thing with you. I think you're a product of the 80s, and the <laughs> 80s were, uh, the girls were much thinner. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was in the 90s. After the baby got back craze hit, then all the asses started growing. Yeah, I didn't you know like, I mean? I but, like back. But when you were first getting into women and stuff in the 70s and 80s, all the girls, your ferret faucets and all those, they didn't have big asses at all. No, they didn't. You know what I mean? So I, it, that was probably just what you were into when they you were I think curvy. that definitely, yeah. But I, I literally, I'm not I'm not hitting on your old. I'm just saying the generation where you grew up in and first got sexual in, that's the, the prime girls were like that. You know, next next thing up, and the younger people that we work with and stuff is going more and more. They're going to like thicker girls because that's. What I grew it was. up with girls wearing jeans and that fucking Levi butt. That's what I grew up with, and no, proportionate. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Proportionate. Daisy from Dukes or Hazard was the fucking. Yeah. You know, she was the yeah. the albeit, but yeah. Either way, what I'm saying is, I think that's a lot of the reason why you like girls a little bit thinner than a lot of your friends who are 20 years younger than you sometimes would like. Right. It's just what well, they were into when they came out. Um, I thought the stupid cosmopolitan study or whatever, I don't think they did the study, but they talk about it, that it's not actually the butt that they like. It's the verte- vertebral wedging, which I think's bullshit. And I'll show you guys the picture. They're saying that the perfect, they like the, the perfect angle of a girl's vertebrae is 45 degrees. So it'd be somewhere in between these two. Now I'm looking at these girls that they show a picture of, and none of them have asses. Some of them just have spinal bifida or something. I mean, like... <laughs> but that last one's supposed to look like she has an ass because that's doesn't. how she's shaped. They're not... Guys aren't attracted to this model right here, this last model, because of her fucking butt. They're they're unattractive because of that weird fucking bend. Why would they be into that? Like, I don't want a girl with back problems. I, I want a girl with a nice ass. And these girls, the further you go along, the more back problems they have, not ass. See, there, I'm taking uh, number two. That's what I'm taking. There, I'm taking number three. But either way, the ones, <laughs> they're walking funny. I don't get it. So fuck you, Cosmo, for putting that picture up and acting like this is the reason why guys like big asses. No, we don't like big asses uh, because they got a bad back. All right? It's just fucking ridiculous. I just don't get 
I mean, guys, friends of mine, friends of ours talk about, ooh, look how fat that girl's ass is. And you know what? I'm not bashing fat people. What I'm bashing is when you are small everywhere else and you got this big, giant, round, fat butt that's got dipples all over it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. It's not doing anything for me. Uh, a, and everybody's going to say, yeah, you got a little dick. When you got a big, giant butt like that, you're not going in as far. I don't think it matters. There, yeah. But the whole point is, I like proportion. I am not proportioned myself. But if a girl is thin, I want her to have a small butt. Yep. If she's a little thicker, you can have a bigger butt. But not the skinny, skinny bam. I don't like the bam. <laughs> it's about as far as I I'll go. I don't like the bam. About as far as I'll go. Like I said, Jennifer Lopez, stunning. And Jen, if you're listening, I'm not saying no. Um <laughs> I'm just saying, if in a perfect world, I'd shrink your ass up. Now, if you, if you want to take somebody to me that has a big butt and still looks proportionate and perfect, I think the perfect example is Shakira. Oh, I thought you were going to say Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you're going, you know? I was going Shakira. Okay. She's got a big butt, mm -hmm. but it just looks like it fits her body. She's miniature. Chick's like 4'11 or some shit. Is that all I she think is? She might technically be a dwarf. But, um, I mean, there's some butts at work that I really like that aren't small. Yeah. But it fits their body. That's what I like. Fit the body. I don't know, man. I, I, I do agree with everybody. I think your your limit's a little bit different. I think you're not typical. But you instantly hamstringed me. You like vanilla flat butts. No, because I was talking about that particular girl. That girl was the most vanilla girl I've seen. Oh, she's lovely. She just fit that. Oh, God, you creep. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Why am I a creep saying a girl is lovely? Your generation's creepy to begin with. And it's not just you. It's like... Um, uh, Lutz does it at work too. Uh, the girls are all baby, honey, sugars. You know, it's like that's the way I talk I, because I, I grew that. up with five sisters. I get that? It's creepy nowadays, though. Is it? Yes. At a certain age, it just becomes creepy. When you got an older man ask calling you baby or, or you know honey, sweetie, it's just at a certain point, it's like all right. I and do that. I know you do, and you're not the only one. Almost everybody in your generation does it that I work with. Yeah, that's, that's just how we grew it's up. It's just a generational thing. Again, um, yeah, I get it. I understand why you do it. I don't think you or most of the people you know realize that that's not something girls want to hear these days. Now, maybe girls your age or maybe girls 40 and above, but, uh, you know, girls in, from their 20s to 40s, they've brought up to, to think, like, that's just fucking creepy. Why are you talking to me like that? But the only difference is, and I'm not saying this about Greg, but um, I'm not, I don't flirt with these girls. That's just how I talk. I'm not saying you don't, and I don't think. But, Greg, I mean, they think I am? I don't know if they think you are or they just find that creepy in general. I don't know. I've just heard from multiple people over the years how creepy they think it is when guys talk like that. Really? Like a, a, well, like, maybe it, like most girls. Well, see, here's the thing. If you were to actually ask a girl, and, you know, and if you ask one of your friends, they might not give you the best answer because they're thinking about you saying that. And obviously, it's not going to bother your friend that, that you call her sweetie or something. But, you know, you ask complete strangers if they prefer guys to call them that kind of shit and they tell you no. Well, see, uh, to me, good advice there uh, because I didn't know it because I still consider myself kind of hip. All yeah. of my friends that I hang out with now are younger. I don't think it's a hip or not hip thing. I think it's just it's just changed with women and they don't like that. Maybe they never did. Maybe I'm putting all I'm saying. But like, it seems like they're more apt to put up with it before nowadays. The guys I like, drink Ugh. and party with, they're yeah. much younger than, than I am. We get along fine. We're yeah, friends. For we, sure. So I'm not the old man. That, you know, I'm not the stereotypical old man. So I still like to be current on a lot of things. I didn't know that girls didn't like it. Oh, for sure. I didn't know it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, and there might be an age limit with that. I don't know where that cutoff is. Um, or maybe they never did. But for sure, I hear that all the time from young women that 
You know? Well, see, because I not think even that, young women. I mean, like you know, women my age and stuff. I think they're thinking that older guys are trying to hit on them, and well, I find that real creepy. And that might be, but I mean, I don't blame women for thinking that. You know what I mean? Because for the most of their life, every guy in the world that's ever tried to get close to him was also trying to fuck him. So after a while, you just get in your head that everyone's trying to fuck you. Even yeah. the ugly girls. Because, you know, a lot of times, it sounds guys bad. Guys don't care. If it's got a vagina there, yeah. they don't really well, give Well, it fuck. sounds bad, but a lot of guys aren't talking to the ugly girls unless they're trying to fuck them. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I prefer most of my friends to be kind of pretty. Even if I'm not trying to fuck them, I just like, I'm going to have to at least look at a pretty face. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not trying to fuck any of them. Uh, you know me. I try to have a cut off of. I'm married. I'm not trying to fuck anyone but my and a, wife. And 40 that's hard above, enough. So. You know what I mean? I don't want to bang young girls, but. Yeah. Just when a woman walks up, I say, hey, sweetheart, how are you? that's just how I talk. But No, that's what, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not putting you in a position where I'm saying you're a fucking creep. I know you don't mean anything by it. But in general, women do not like that anymore. That's a, it's a, an old-timey thing. You know, the same way back in the day, you might be go, hey, toots. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, you I mean, know, I you're it. not that generation where you know that's not a thing you can do. But it, it's evolved even more, you know. I get it. All right, well, maybe I'll work on but that. But at the same time, fuck you, women. You know, whatever. Get yeah, over it. I, I'm never going to see these fucking not, women again. Not meaning to be fucking asshole. I'm just yeah. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. I mean, <laughs> exactly. you know, it's like last night when uh, point proven that I'm not trying to fuck you. So if you don't like it, go fuck yourself because I'm not yeah, trying to get anything you know out what? of you to begin with. I'm just trying to been, be nice. There's been times I thought that that was you know sexist or whatever. The girl walks up, hey, how you doing, honey? I don't ever say thing like. Uh, Hey, how you doing, you know, sexy thing or nothing like that. Yeah, it's yeah. always honey, sweetheart. It's just how I grew up. That's the way my dad talked to women and mm-hmm. that's the way I talk to women. No, like I said, it's all you guys, you know, everybody from probably 50 to 60 range, 50 to probably to 70 range. Well, that's like not me that. yet, but it, uh, <laughs> you know, up to this point, uh, 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 and the thing about it is, and here's the funny thing. Like all my buddies in high school, mm-hmm. same age as me. Yeah, they're all pretty much like me. That's why we're buddies. Of course, um, you can hang out with any of them and have a great time. And they're mm-hmm. all fucking cool. Um, the ones that turn into old people, I I'm just not ready to be that yet. I don't want to be. I don't like that role. What is that role? What do you mean? I don't understand. What I you mean, mean, I don't like that role of uh, always having to be uh, politically correct. And uh, and uh, is that what old people do? Well, no, you know, you know the ones I'm talking no, about. Those are just lame people. Those... The ones that wear ugly clothes all the time and <laughs> comfortable shoes and yeah. fucking socks up. I don't, that ain't me. Yeah, and it's not going to be me until I feel that old. I don't know, man. I might do that tomorrow, but I'm still going to act the same. Well, but the cool thing is, by the time I'm ready to feel that old, all my buddies that I hang out with now, like you and Matt and all those guys, and Nate and all those guys, we'll be dead. You're all going to be older, too. <laughs> we'll be dead. So you you'll, be, named, you'll be where I am now. You just named your three fattest friends. We're going to be gone. <laughs> you know, you might be. I'm not really sure. <laughs> nah. I can name a few. But yeah, that's the bottom line for me. Um, uh, maybe I will work on that because I don't want to offend anybody. I, that's not my thing. You know, I don't, my, my thing at, at this stage in my life is not to see how many people I can piss off. Yeah. I'm vulgar and gross, but I'm vulgar and gross to people that like me already. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean? Like I said, you're, you're one of many, many back there. Hey, sweetheart, you know. <laughs> That's another one right there. Of course, yes. Hey, I'm going to get a new mask. It's got big pussy on it. And it's going to say, once you get by the smell, you've got it licked. <laughs> You made him a little too redneck there, but that's either a way. fucker that's got zero filter, and I love that about him. Oh, he's I my, love that one guy. of my favorite dudes. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, and you know favorite. who we're talking about? Hey, motherfucker! <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck who you are. He's gonna no. say whatever's on his mind, and it might end up biting him in the ass one day. Yeah, but I mean, fuck, love that guy. Is everybody, kung pal tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> Love that fucking guy. Little dick fuckers. And- <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and want some dog. I mean, uh, shit like that. I mean, this guy's got no fucking filter. Sitting on a fucking, I'm sitting in a fucking break room with him the other day for work and we're sitting there and people all around you know women mm-hmm. guys whatever some we know some we don't and all of a sudden he said uh we're talking about his wife and i said hey has your wife got a job yet and he goes fuck no that bitch ain't got no job yet <laughs> and then the funniest thing is he goes but god you ought to see her fuck i mean something like that you know <laughs> what i mean and it's just like no filter no everybody's around love Not, the dude i mean i don't care you can tell me all you want how you fuck your wife but you know the cook back there might not care you don't know you right know what I mean? and the old lady that uh, yeah maybe the know. old uh, the cleaning lady over there might be a mormon who knows like <laughs> she probably don't want to hear about hey that. those crazy people who mormons why did you watch a netflix documentary no or something? being from arizona there was a million oh. mormons there's a netflix documentary about them blowing something up that i i haven't got around to watching yet. you know according to being mormon you're not supposed to fuck unless yeah. the woman's ovulating well yeah you only fuck for procreation that's, that's why they, it that's why they have 15 babies because these guys are wanting to fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, if you step, there's a Mormon church and there's a temple. Yeah. Every ward has a temple. Okay. The temple's the holy place. Yeah. You can go to Mormon church every week of your life, but unless you give 10% of your income and become a temple member, you can't step foot in that temple. And, and that's probably how you get to heaven. Yeah. You got to be part of the temple. 10% of your income. That's too much. Way too fucking much. What do they do with it? Well, you, you ought to see their churches and shit. They're fucking sweet. chandeliers and fucking glasses. <laughs> oh, nice. Who cares? Yeah, it takes a lot of money to support 18 wives. You know yeah, what I'm mean? saying? 56 kids. I like Warren that. Warren Jeffs. I like that about them. I do too. All the wives and kids. Family men. They're family men. Why are we <laughs> getting down on the family men? Yeah. Hey, you know what's funny is uh, LeBron James came out this week, and I guess he didn't pick any of the jazz for his all-star thing. I don't know how any of that shit works. I don't care. Utah's but, good. But they made a big deal out of it because he said, we never picked Utah Jazz growing up playing video games. We never picked the Jazz. You never picked Carl Malone? John Stockton? See, there, you you acted like the most white guy there ever because every white guy said that. John Stockton, Carl Malone, blah, 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 the Jazz. They were the Jazz When back he then. said we're, he means black people. Black people don't like the Utah Jazz. That is like the whitest team. When you think about the whitest team ever, and even in there, they might not be technically but it just seems like the whitest team. And John Stockton, as great as he was, did he not represent like the whitest dude on the court? He had that nice little haircut, little short shorts, always spoke great. Malone? Fucking magician. Malone was a black dude, but he was a hillbilly black dude. Well, he was. And, and I'm but just you saying. can't tell who drafts you. It just you cracked me up because he said that, and all the white people got, not upset, but they just said that, like, we always picked the Jazz. They were good, and they were good. But it made total sense to me right away. I knew when he said we, he meant black people. Didn't John Sally play for the Jazz for a while? I don't know. Either way, I knew what he meant right away. And then all the black, I, I wrote something on a Facebook thing. And every black person agreed, like, exactly. Like, black people don't pick the Jazz. It's a it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing you never think about. But when you think about it, yeah, that that is true. Well, when you think of the most black team, you got to be thinking Detroit Pistons, I would imagine. Yeah, well, every other team basically besides the Jazz. <laughs> well, no, I mean, LeBron can't say if Devin Booker was there. The Suns never stand out as a basketball team. Yeah. Because they've never had a championship. I would and- pick the Suns back in the day because I was a huge Barkley fan. I love Barkley. So when Barkley played with them for that little bit, I was a Suns guy. I would pick the Suns when it, when I played video games and such. But, I mean, people don't know some of the fucking great players that played in Phoenix at some time. They just forget that Dennis Johnson, before he went to fucking Celtics, was a, was a Phoenix Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if they don't make their name there, then that's different. Even even Barkley, if you ask Bar- you know, people who do they think of, they probably think of the 76ers. 
Right. Jeff Hornacek, even though he great did, coach. Yeah, he did better in Phoenix than he ever did in the 76ers, but yeah. either way. But he was round-mounted, the Sixers. Yeah, and just by the time he got to the – he had a great game. I loved his game by the time he got to the Phoenix – or the Suns. He had that outside shot at that point. Plus, he'd beat you up in the middle. Yeah, Barkley was the shit. I loved Still Barkley. Was the shit. He would beat you up in the fucking middle. Now you can't even hand check. Now, him. the best thing about Barkley I've ever heard, he's the greatest tipper ever. So He's a great tipper. Great tipper. Huge tipper. Got to But you know one thing about Barkley? Because – I was at the clubs in Arizona when he was there. I saw him many times. Did a shot with him, I told you. Yeah. Um, he wasn't the guy who was back then. He wasn't the guy that is going to stand there and pose for 20 pictures with you and your buddies. I like that, too. Leave me the fuck alone. I like that about I'm celebrities. Here, gonna, yeah. I, don't, I don't like the schmoozers. I like the guys who are like, get the fuck away, man. I'm just Yeah, a, I'll do it when I'm at the, at yeah, the arena. I'm just a the guy. The Let me live my life. That's what know? it was. He was not, as a matter of fact, he got into a fight at a bar down there and threw some guy, not through a window. Into the window, and the window broke, and he ended up getting arrested, whatever. But I was because people were fucking with him. I was surprised the, um, what's his nuts, that uh, Puig. I, w- I was always surprised with Puig that the amount of pictures and stuff he took with fans, where I would have been annoyed if I was him. And I, I always seen that guy stop and take pictures with fans. And I, for the reputation that guy got as a, from the baseball world, he always kind of seemed like a nice guy to me. I don't know. Well, you know what? He wasn't overly nice. He was. No, he wasn't overly nice, but he was, you know, I think a lot of that is language. For one thing, the guy could barely speak English. I think Puig is a is a great guy to have on your team. When he comes here, he throws himself 100 percent. I'm a Cincinnati mm-hmm. Red. Yeah. I'm going to try to make the people like me. I'm going to try to fucking play hard. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I love Puig and I, I wish they didn't get rid of him. Now he's not playing anywhere. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what hell happened with him. Because uh, we I, got him on the tail end. He was a Dodger. He was hitting up here and then we got him here. Still had a lot of power, but it, and then he went to Cleveland. And he was down here. The guy gained, you know, he didn't gain a bunch of weight, but he got a little chubby, which slowed him down a little bit in the outfield, and his bat went away. He's a big dude, but he's he was always a big dude. Big ain't the word for him. He yeah. was intimidating big. Like he was, but he was never liked. I mean, his arms and legs were ripped, but I don't think the guy was ever six pack Marty guy. You know what I mean? Like oh no! But if you stood next you know, to him, you're like, dude, this is a big fucking dude. No, I mean, I've seen linebackers, I've seen offensive linemen, I've seen everything pretty much at this point up close. And Puig was the biggest. I mean, maybe not physically the biggest. I seen Whitworth. Whitworth was a literally a mountain walking around with toothpicks. But on like, his legs. like you said about intimidating. When you look at Puig, you're just like Jesus Christ. That guy could crush me without trying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Without even thinking and, and about. And I, I never felt well. Perfect was pretty intimidating too. Um, you know, there was a few of them that were intimidating, but I thought Puig Mal was Maluga when he first came here, when he was just fucking giant yeah, but shredded I, he, ripped. Maluga was always such a nice guy that he was never had any intimidation right. factor to him. He, he was always so gentle seeming, you know what I mean? Where yeah. Perfect had that edge where you could tell that guy's just an asshole down down beneath. And, yeah. and Puig didn't really have the attitude, but he just had the the aura of him, you know what right. I mean? He's just fucking this big dude that barely spoke any English. He was just so fucking big. Uh, but I, I very wish, emotional. I know? wish we wouldn't have got rid of him, but the problem with Puig is that even as his batting average continued to de- decline, even his home runs declined, um, he still wanted the same money. You yeah, can't that, do that. that's the problem, yeah. You're not Yasiel Puig of the Los Angeles Dodgers anymore. Now you're like Yasiel Puig, a power hitter, who just hits 240, 250. You it's know? weird, though, how Cincinnati sometimes just kills these careers. I mean, they did a it does. Puig and a... Bengals, too. Perfect. That's what I was thinking. That dude just disappeared. He, he left Perfect Cincinnati. killed himself. Went to, well, he kept in, He was getting ticky-tack fouls at the end there. where He was but, getting targeted because he was such an asshole previously. Remember when he first started coming in? He was a nice guy. He yeah. was an undrafted guy who made it into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Undrafted from Arizona State, and that's why him and I bullshitted a lot because Arizona State, you know, we just talked about bars and whatever. Yeah. But he comes in. He's undrafted. He makes the team, 
Next thing you know, he's starting. He's still a pretty humble guy. Makes all pro his second year. Yeah. Then he turns into a fucking prick. Turned into, I don't care what anybody said. He was the dirtiest player in the fucking league. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. And the he thing about it is, if you're going to play dirty like that and you're not Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. you're a fucking Vontez Perfect, you're going to get ticky-tack fouls because they're worried that if they don't give you these ticky-tack fouls, you're going to keep pushing it until you fucking kill somebody. Now, Perfect would have been the greatest linebacker ever in the 70s. You know, 70s, when 80s. When you were allowed to do that yeah, shit. Yeah, 70s, 80s, when the, when the sport was just nastier. And, yeah. You know, and Perfect also is, I mean, his size and everything for the new NFL doesn't really work. No. You know what I mean? That He was the last of a dying breed there. Those yeah, linebackers, linebackers now that, are lean and they fucking have to fast. Co- and... They have to cover the pass. Yeah. You know, before they would just basically shut, you know, do the rush and then do the blitzing and stuff like that. Maybe right. catch a couple, like, zone plays in the middle. But nowadays, they got to actually cover those right. tight yeah, ends. Yeah, back in the Singletary days, yeah. they had to cover fucking fullbacks and, and yes. occasionally a slow tight end but you didn't have to cover a fucking slot receiver yeah exactly which they do now i mean yeah exactly and even the tight ends have changed ever since antonio gates and all that yeah came along. now these these tight ends are six five and they they run a fucking four four forty you know they're right. they're fucking fast it's and let's talk about kellen winslow jr for a minute old rapey von raperson <laughs> yeah the, first of all he's a good looking guy okay fucking his dad's in the fucking hall of fame one yeah. of the best tight ends ever played he the was game. good when he first came and into the league admitted to raping five women when you're good looking like that and you got money, you're a famous football player. Because that's not it, man. I mean, it's Ted Bundy could get pussy too, and he's still out there raping and killing people. It's yeah, just a power thing. It's a power thing. It's a mental thing. He's just fucking, he's a, ugh. But he got 14 years. Good. He, yeah. Well, he should get more than that. Five? Yeah, I agree. Five rapes? You only get 14 years? Yeah, he took some kind of plea deal. Because 14 years is probably only seven years, and when it's all said and done, right. as long as he's not in there raping other people. But Tyson said when he went to jail, he's fucking Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. that people still, they came after him more. Well, they tested him more. That makes sense because it's Mike Tyson. You know what? If I'm in prison, they say, hey, go test that dude. Fuck you. It's Tyson, man. People are crazy. Dude. <laughs> I'm not going to step into that cell, get my head fucking no, knocked man, off. You got to remember, you got people in prison that haven't lost a fight in years and stuff, and they, they really think they're unbeatable. And they don't they're not fighting Tysons. Right. They're fighting other fucking criminals. Right. And, and they probably are tough as shit. But they're fighting there's they're, a the guys like Kimbo. Yeah. There's a different level of tough. And Tyson is just, you know. Yeah, you're not you, taking that hit. Can you imagine being the guy that was trying to get into the fucking uh, the fucking Aryan Brotherhood of the mm-hmm. Black Panthers and say, hey, go, go fucking front that dude. <laughs> I don't want to end that bad. I'm good. There was a UFC last night. Um, for one thing, I got to say, Amanda Nunez is God. the greatest fighter maybe ever. Women, men. She is taking two divisions, the 135-145, and dominating both at the same time. And dominating. Just fucking both. dominating. Beat Cyborg, who everybody thought was going to be, you know, Cyborg was a dude, basically. I mean, yeah. she could beat up most dudes. Apparently, Amanda Nunez in practice is knocking out dudes. I really, at this point, I do want to see her fight a guy. Maybe 125-pounder, 135-pounder. I don't know, but someone, a little guy. I'd love to see that fight. Someone with talent. Yeah. You know, not just some loser guy. I want to see her fight like a top 10 of the 125 class, maybe a little bit smaller than her, just to see how it goes. She's a monster. She's a fucking monster. She beat the shit out of this lady last night who's bigger than her, and who's good. Yeah. It's not like she's beating losers. She's no, beating no, you don't fight her if you're, not, if you're a loser. Yeah, um, and then also a, a weird one last night. Title changed hands off of an illegal knee. No way. Yeah. Which fight? I didn't watch it yet. Uh, I mean, Sterling and Peter Yon, or whatever the fuck hell you ever say his name. Peter Yon is the champion. Um, he was winning the fight at this point. Sterling was on his knees, and then he just kneed him right in the fucking face, and fight was over. Guy couldn't continue, but and since they it gave was, him. But the... since it was the legal knee, the guy wins the title on getting kneed in the face. He's now the champion. 
Now, the guy was upset. He was crying. He took the belt and just threw it down and walked out. But still, like, he is now the champion. Did not win the fight. He just got kneed in the face. Oh, Yorn need him. Yes. The champion need the, the guy. The champion lost his belt over an illegal blow. Oh, I thought you said they still gave it to uh, the guy who need him. No. No, the guy that got need won the belt. So, I've never seen that. That's, that's fucking... I don't, I don't like it. How pissed off was Yawn? Uh, he was... I don't know. He wasn't really super pissed. What I felt sorry for him because he's in the middle of a fight, and apparently his corner was yelling, knee him. So, he trusted that his corner knew the guy was off the ground. You know, oh, yeah. him. You know, he can't... A lot of times, they're in the middle of a fucking fight. You can't tell if the guy's knee's on the ground or if he's just bending over. You're right. going to listen to your corner. They said, knee him. The guy need him. Perfect knee. But Knock him out with that knee? <laughs> He wasn't unconscious, but I mean, it, it, it fucked him up. He was on yeah. the ground for a long time. He tried to stand up, and he really couldn't stand up. Him, like, lay back in the down. face or the side of the head, or right in the fucking forehead. Oh god! I mean, it was a vicious fucking knee. <laughs> yeah, and he and he lost the title because of that. Lost the title because of. And uh, Israel Alessandri he tried to move up, and he got beat. He's not big enough for that division. No, he's not. No, he's a skinny dude. Staying 185, the dude can fucking dominate for the next 10 years. But 205, there's wrestlers going to take him down. And, and did, he and get, did he get submitted? No, he just got, it was a decision. Huh. He got grinded down. I mean, he won maybe two rounds. I mean, it was even an argument he'd run three rounds. But the last two rounds, he got his ass kicked on the ground so bad that. Was Nunez a decision? No, Nunez knocked her out in the first or second round i can't remember it was pretty quick she's incredible i think it was the first round it was a pretty quick knockout did nunez ever fight johanna uh different weight divisions i believe are they i think i could be wrong about that we got a visitor what you want a ball for wolfie you came out here to tell me that okay get him back inside Wrangle the dogs there, boy. Kane, you're needing a haircut, buddy. His hair looks pretty sweet. I like the curls. Yeah. I want him to have a big old afro. <laughs> it would be a weird-looking afro. It would be curly. It wouldn't be froey. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're pretty deep into this. If we want to get to a... Would you rather? We got a would you rather for the week. We do, and I'm a little bit uh, upset that uh, that we didn't get an email from either one of the combatants. But uh, I, I guess the loser is just thinking about what's going to happen with no hair on his chest. And yeah, that is disappointing. We didn't get anything from them. It is. They're like not into it. Uh, well, they are. But like I said, the winner is boasting, and the other one's losing. All right. Would you rather? I'm going to get gross again. I'm not going to get philosophical or gross, but. Uh, I guess I was gross last week with the spitting in your mouth and stuff. Yeah, you're always gross. No, sometimes it was like world hunger and stuff. <laughs> no, your joke of the week last week sucked. But the, the yeah. No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. Those old people jokes, man. I know. Go on. All right. So, uh, all right. Would you rather? And this happened. Because I actually thought of this one because of a girl that I ran into that I saw walking by last night. Yeah. Um, this girl was pregnant. About, uh, I'd say, if I had to hazard a guess by looking, about 14 months. <laughs> this girl was ready to go any day. Yeah. Okay. Belly out to here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know when they're ready to go. And she was wearing a skin-tight bodysuit with fucking cleavage coming out, trying to look sexy. I see that a lot. Hate it. 
hate it. Yeah, go on. A one piece. Yeah. Fucking one of those cheetah print or whatever fucking and things. They, they sell maternity clothes for a reason. Yeah. Baggy. Hide that belly. But I mean, she was trying to emphasize her just, butt yeah. and her tits. And honey, you're about to go. Why are you trying to look sexy while you're pregnant? Right. Be a fucking mom. I mean, you're, you're looking like a hua. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to look like a whore there, Jennifer. <laughs> All right. So here's mine. Would you rather um, have to fuck? This one's kind of gross if you think about it. Have to fuck a re- the really the fat girl at the beginning of the podcast when we started doing episode one and two. The real fat girl. Oh yeah, yeah. With the dripping fat. The and old the, classic fat. Yeah, and the, and the fucking rolls everywhere. Uh, the gross, nasty, stinky, hairy yeah, fat girl. Go on. You got to fuck her for a weekend. <clears throat> okay. You get to the cabin on Friday. You fuck her till Sunday. Okay. Okay. Shower's broke. Showers broke. AC's that's a shame. broke. Oh, hot, hot. <laughs> you got hot, sweaty, and the uh, windows don't open. Atlanta summer. Right, so that's what you get. Yeah. Or go down on a woman for the same weekend who's nine months pregnant. <laughs> Without and it's not your baby. It's not, it's not your. I don't know if that matters at that no, point. You got, Actually, it does matter because that's another porn fetish thing. Doing yeah. pregnant girls does nothing for me. Does nothing for me either. All right, this girl's ready to pop. And, and, and you know, and is this girl attractive though? I mean, outside of her pregnancy, let's say yes. Okay, but she's, I mean, any second now, contractions are starting. You got to go down on her for a weekend or fuck Miss Miss uh, Tons of Fun for uh, the whole weekend. But the pregnancy thing for me, if it's my baby in there, I don't, I, I, I don't find it disconcerting in any way. That's my baby in there. Some mm. other dude's fucking baby. And any second now, you could be chewing on mucus plug. Any second. All right. So here we're going to go. I am fucking eating out the pregnant girl. And here's why. I mean, you just said the mucus plug. The mucus plug doesn't come out of the area I'm licking. You're right. You know what I mean? So as we've talked about plenty of times in the podcast, just stay up towards the top. But doesn't the taboo part get gross on you when there's a baby in there? I honestly, and and we're, we're different here, and I've it's never been a thing that I've had to experience, but I would think... That I would be more apt to do it if it wasn't my baby than if it was my baby. I feel that weird being that close and getting all sexual to my kid. That's how I would think about it. You know what I mean? Like I knew a gross guy that used to say he went after pregnant women because he got a blowjob and fuck at the same time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so you're eating the pregnant girl. I mean, I've had sex with pregnant girls, but never that far along. So this one's here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but either way, I, I'd still rather eat some pregnant pussy than I would uh, fuck a stink And you box. say the mucus plug is, ain't coming out anywhere near you. No, it's not. But yeah. guess what? If that water breaks, your beard's getting a bath. Yeah, and <laughs> that's a story. But, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna roll the dice on that one and hope I that just doesn't think happen. It's not the pregnant body that bothers me. It's the taboo that there's a human life in there ready to emerge and I'm going down on its mother. It takes away <laughs> the beauty of being pregnant to me. Well, I, I think if I'm fucking a girl that's that pregnant, I'm not thinking about the beauty of anything. I'm just being a weird fucking See, weird shit perv. pops into my head you know when, what I'm mean? uh, when I'm pervin. When I'm pervin, the weird thing, oh, I don't agree with that. I got to go. <laughs> it, it, stuff like that gets to me. And and I'm one of those fucking corny people, and uh, maybe it's my age, but I, I see the childbirth as being a pretty fucking amazing thing and, and and you know i'm not sticking around for the childbirth though no I'm but you're, you're there for a weekend dude i'm eating some box i'm getting out of there for a weekend i mean it's I, like i said I, i'm hoping none of the bad stuff happens as far as the water breaking and everything but i am not fucking a fucking stink box 
in a hot Atlanta heat with no shower for three days. Oh, no, she's in Phoenix. Okay, either worse. Now, Phoenix probably isn't bad as Atlanta because Atlanta has that humidity. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Down South Florida, all that Oh, yeah, you'll be, eating a, you'll be eating a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the pregnant chicks. I'm going with I'm going with the tubby. Okay. I have to. I. Uh, it wouldn't be in my head. I, uh, first of all, I mean, maybe with the, the weird shape and shit down there, you can't even get to the bean part. <laughs> you don't know where your head's going to hit now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'd find that just you're, totally You're all right. Gross. I mean, that is a little bit more of a challenge. It's hell yes, it is. You got to have them play limbo so you can get to the Yeah. <laughs> and if you're playing limbo, you know, you're thinking, oh, am I hurting the baby? I don't care I'm, about I'm going with Again, tons of fun. it's not my baby. I don't care if he's getting hurt. I'm going with tons of fun fucking, every fucking day. Flicking it the whole time. Just <laughs> fucking flicking the belly. I mean, your mom. Yeah. <laughs> your mom's a whore. Whore. <laughs> Yeah, you know I am. Yelling into her box. She's a hawk. <laughs> you hear me in there? Kid comes out, his first word is whore. <laughs> you know for a fact it is. Goo goo no, ga -ga. I'm, I'm going with whore, the tubby. And I think whore. I think most people are going to agree with me. Yeah. On really? the tubby. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure. There's just something gross about that. I'm 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 the most hypocritical dude. I I'm not big on fat. <laughs> big fat guy that just hates fat on women <laughs> yeah and but the only things i'm thinking of with the fattier or i'm sorry the uh, healthy are um maybe within eight or ten hours i'm stinking too and i'm not noticing it anymore yeah the ac's broke the windows don't open <laughs> and the the fucking heater's stuck on yeah. You know what I mean? There's sweat and shit going. There's a lot oh, of creamy oh, stuff so going bad. on. So bad. It's so bad. Oh yeah. I'm not no, not interested, man. I'm eating them. I'm fucking hoping that some kind of placenta shit comes out that makes me smarter. <laughs> you know, they always say that fucking all these fucking enterprise people are drinking uh baby's blood. So how, maybe many, get how many fucking genius women out there you think are going to ask you to eat their box for a weekend when they're about to deliver? <laughs> I didn't say uh, they had to be genius. You're getting one of the stupid ones. <laughs> You're getting a whore. <laughs> hey, you whore. <laughs> All right. We got a joke of the week. Yeah, I got a, And fuck you for saying it stunk last week. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> old people jokes to me are funny. Yeah. Because. Are, you I, know what I, jokes to me are funny? What? Funny ones. Those weren't. So go ahead. Honey, there's thousands <laughs> of them. Somebody's driving a wrong way. Come on. That's funny. All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, let me uh, let me think of a good one this week. Uh, I like to do. I like to think about it for a second because it pisses off uh, Daddy White. Yeah, I want you to think about it because uh, that is funny. Oh, Daddy White gets pissed about that. Gets... And you need, you're wasting thirty seconds of my fucking time while you're thinking of the joke. When's Daddy White not pissed? The whole point is I don't come in here with a preset joke because it kind of I don't want it to look scripted. Yeah, I want one off the fucking record. <clears throat> All right, let me think. Let me think. All right, I'll just give you a quick. Um. No, I'm not going to do that. I have a good nun joke, but I'm trying to remember exactly how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm having trouble. I don't remember it. Right. Daddy White's really getting pissed right now. Yeah, fuck Daddy White. Um, <laughs> you know, he didn't. He probably Daddy, didn't appreciate Daddy the White's old people's jokes either. super angry. All right, well then, uh, God, I, I want a good one because I don't want to be let down again. Uh, I had one in my head, but I think I told it about a month and a half ago. I'm. This is hard. It's getting really hard now. 
come up with ones that I, I told you told. you needed to make a database. We're fucking 68 episodes into this. There's no way you're going to keep them. I mean, you, we got to run out eventually or you're just going to start repeating like crazy. Yeah, and I, that's what I don't want. And I'll never remember because I, I forget them two minutes after you tell them because that's why I but don't people tell that, jokes. But people that, that I work with sometimes will say, hey, they remember hey you told that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Again, they Danny listen. White's pissed. And, and listen, Danny White, if you're pissed, take that anger out on those Baccarat lids. Close the fucking table. Thank you. <laughs> he gets mad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mad sometimes if you question him. All right, I got one. All right, let me think of... Uh, I like when people get mad, though, so it's fun for me. All right, now this one is real politically incorrect, but it's a funny joke. So uh, this dad's outside cutting the grass. And, you know, fuck you for criticizing me. You know, fuck off. Dad's outside cutting the grass <laughs> and, his, and his son's outside playing. Okay? Mm-hmm. And his kid comes running up to him like this. And he says, hey, daddy. Is there such thing as a boy ladybug? And the dad says, of course there is, son. He looks down again. He goes, is there such thing as a girl ladybug? And then dad doesn't like where the conversation is going. And he says, no, son, they're all boys. And the kid goes, fags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wrong. <laughs> it is wrong. It's yeah. politically incorrect as fuck, but it's funny. <laughs> and I know for a fact I've never told that one. No, that's your first fag joke. Um <laughs> No, it's not my first gay joke at all. I've told that. Hey, wow. wh- hey, whoever guesses what's in my hand wins a blowjob. The guy says it's an elephant. We got a winner. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my joke of the day. A uh, little insect joke. <laughs> a nice little insect joke. All right, guys, that is it. Uh, shout out to let's give a little plug real quick because we have it in a couple weeks. Sean Winter at 15 Week Taxes. Um, you can get him at any time. <laughs> One minute taxes. (laughs) Now, Sean Winter did our taxes, both of our taxes this year. uh, Got me my biggest return I've ever got. I'm super thankful for that. Um, Got Chris a good return, too. I don't know about his biggest because he's lived for forever, so there's lots of tax returns in his life. Yeah, but guys, if you don't have a tax guy yet and you do it yourself, talk to my man Sean at One Minute Taxes. I promise you the refund will be bigger. And if you had COVID last year, guys, take advantage of it. This fucking... These people are just handing out money for no fucking reason. I've made more money off COVID than I've made off anything in my life. Um, yeah, and I didn't get shit for the AIDS. Big, big COVID fan over here. Oh, you had AIDS? <laughs> had it once. I'll never get it again. Yeah, they just scraped it off. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah, I'm sure. I hate when I get AIDS. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, make that money off that COVID. If you had COVID last year, you're eligible for up to, I think, $577 per day of work that you missed minus what work may have paid you. For me, that worked out pretty fucking good. I made like an extra $1,500 just off having the fucking bug for a couple weeks. So uh, get but to you've that. But you've got to have it. You don't know that if you do it yourself, so you got to call yeah, Sean. No, call Sean at uh, One Minute Taxes. His number is up there right now, as you can see. Um, if you're on audio, I don't know his number off the top of my head, so go fuck yourself. Go watch the video, all right? You want to make extra money? Dude, I'm talking like I made – I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not going to tell you the amount I got back, but I will tell you that it was four – $4,500 more than I've ever got back in my life. So that's significant. Most people only get 4500 back Sean, altogether. Sean knows but, everything about what you're allowed to fucking claim. And yeah. 
I've never gotten tax returns like this ever. Uh, so my man, Sean, you got to go see him. And Sean, by the way, you came in to work last night and we saw you, but you got to remember, we've never saw you before. So if we look confused, it's because we've never fucking met you. And now uh, you came to us and said, hey, do you know me? And we're like, yeah, we know you, but we don't know your face. Yeah. But I, it was I, nice to see I you. I had met him in person once before, so I, I knew who he was, but I'm looking at, you know, he looks different every time I see him. I expected him to be shorter. No, yuppie type. Yeah, of course. I want a yuppie doing my taxes. Fuck yeah. All right? They know what to do with money. Yeah, and uh, it, Sean, if you were Jewish, it'd be perfect. God, there I go again. <laughs> no. Sean, change that last name to something Jewy, though. <laughs> yeah. Winterstein. Hey, go see my friend. My friend, Sean Winterstein. Sean at- Lipschitz <laughs> at... Uh- <laughs> At one minute, Texas. He'll take care of you. <laughs> Not for real, though. Get a hold of him. He'll make you some money. Um, and it's your money because uh, fuck taxes. All right. Anyways. That's it. That's Episode it. Episode 68. 68. Uh, don't get herpes this week, man. Wouldn't suggest it. No. Zero out of either. 10. All right. No. Later. Later. Once upon a time, not long ago, where people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good. There was a little boy who was misled by another little boy, this is what he said. Me and you, guy, we gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making a dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease. Robbed another and another, sister and a brother, trying to rob a man with DT undercover. The cop grabbed his arm, he started acting erratic, he said, keep still, boy, no need for static. Punched him in his belly, gave him a slap, but little did he know the little boy was strapped. He pulled out his gun and said, why you hit me? The barrel headed straight for the cop, kidney. The cop gets scared, kitty starts to finger. I'll do years if I pull this trigger, so it cold dash ran around the block, cop radios in with another lady cop, ran by tree, there he saw the sister, shot for the head, shot back, but he missed her, looked round good and expectation, he decided he'd head for the subway station, but she was coming, so we made a left, he was running top speed till he was out of breath, knocked an old man down, swore he killed him, they made his move to an abandoned building, ran upstairs up to the top floor, opened up the door there, guess what we saw, Dave the dope fiend shooting dope, who don't know the meaning of water nor soap. He said, I need bullets, hurry up, grind. The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun. He went outside, but there was cops all over, so we dipped into a car, was a stolen Nova. Raised up the block doing 83, crashed to a tree near university. Escaped alive, though the car was shattered, rat-a-tat-tatted, and all the cops scattered. Ran out of bullets, but it still had static. Grabbed a pregnant lady, pulled out the automatic. He pointed out ahead, said the gun's full of lead, told the cops back off. Oh honey, here's death. Deep in his heart, he knew he was wrong. So we let the lady go and it starts to move on. Sirens sounded, it seemed astounded. Before long, the little boy got surrounded. He dropped his gun, so went to glory. And this is the way I got to end this story. He was only 19 in a madman's dream. I saw the cops shoot the kid, I still hear him scream. And this ain't funny, don't you dare laugh. Just another case about the wrong path. Straight and narrow where your soul gets cast. Good night. Stop, 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 stop,